Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 556 for October 19 through 25, 2020. This week, a grand cross peaks, stoking creativity and spirituality. You can break through your conditioned thinking to a new level of genius, thanks to the second peak of a hard rectangle, and the sun enters Scorpio. Plus, I interpret seven bonus aspects that are not in my written forecast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as a video and a podcast, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. We're honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. What's old as we come into this week, we've got a waxing moon. Mercury is retrograde through November 3rd. Mars is retrograde through November 13th. And we also have retrogrades in action from Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus. Also, five aspect patterns still moving on. Five different ones, actually. We've got a kite, hard rectangle, T-square, grand cross, mystic rectangle. And I have uh, discussed those in previous editions. Let's move on to the current day, Monday, October 19th. The grand cross with Venus, Neptune, and the lunar nodes that started on October 12th peaks today on the 19th and ends on the 26th. Venus and Neptune have lots of magical ways to play together. They encourage you to forge a deeper relationship with your higher self. You can more easily perceive the divine essence of other people and the world around you. And they're also a fantastic pairing for inspired creativity. Venus is the artist, while Neptune is like a waterfall of divine inspiration. The lunar nodes encourage you to dive into all these activities in alignment with your soul purpose. And since they're in the axis of communication, Sagittarius and Gemini, they encourage whatever learning or sharing of information you're inspired to do. This grand cross also has some challenging possibilities. Relationships might experience confusion, deceit, or gaslighting, or creativity might seem too murky or amorphous to capture. As always with astrology, the more energy you put into positive potentials, the less energy remains for challenging manifestations. Also, the more spiritually conscious you are, the easier Neptune is to work with. Next up, a Mars-Jupiter square. That's Mars at 19 Aries and Jupiter at 19 Capricorn can energize you as a warrior, pioneer, or entrepreneur. This aspect can also provide a strong libido boost or help you get something started. For a larger perspective, read my August 13 post called Five Months of Mars, Square, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. Now we have some bonus aspects. Venus is doing a double here on October 19th. She is Quincunx Mars. That's Venus 19 Virgo and Mars 19 Aries. Venus is also trying Jupiter. Venus at 19 Virgo and Jupiter at 19 Capricorn. So the Venus trine Jupiter is definitely the headliner there. These are the two classic benefics of ancient astrology. Jupiter is considered the greater benefic, Venus the lesser, but they both stand for good stuff. That doesn't mean they can only have positive outcomes the way we interpret these days, but it's certainly auspicious when the two classic benefics are connecting with a soft aspect like a trine. It just, uh, good luck is just broadly accentuated there. Venus, of course, represents relationship, 
could be an expansive positive energy for relating. Uh, Venus is creativity that could be expanded. So could finances. If we look at Venus in Virgo, uh, this could be a really expansive opportunity to go edit or refine your creative projects. Also, if you have a relationship and there's some tweaking y'all need to do to smooth out the energy, it's a great time to do that. Financial adjustments supported as well. Now, the Venus Quincunx Mars part, that could be a little more problematical. Uh, Mars can be known to be kind of strong, and the Quincunx says we might need to make an adjustment. So in all those Venusian expressions I just mentioned, relationship, creativity, money, maybe some adjustment needed. Mars will certainly give you the energy you need to do that. Um, also, Venus and Mars together are relating energies. Again, Quincunx adjustment in relationship, adjustment in creative expression are obvious ways that that Venus-Mars Quincunx might play out. So the fact that we got both these things in play, the Venus-Jupiter trine and the Venus-Mars Quincunx says lots of energy moving toward all of these expressions of Venus, uh, lots of energy, some adjustment needed, good flow, just a, I'd say a general boost up of all those things if you want to focus on any of those qualities uh, at this time. We have another bonus aspect here on October 19th. That's Mercury opposing Uranus. Mercury is at nine Scorpio. Uranus is at nine Taurus. These planets are a natural pairing. Uranus is Mercury's higher octave. Uranus is divine mind. Mercury is human mind. Um, you can have more insights, more flashes of genius. The intuitive hits can come down a lot more easily when Mercury opposes Uranus. Um, so it's a good time to be doing innovative thinking and um, creative thinking. Mercury in Scorpio says, don't censor your mind. Uh, Scorpio is about no taboos, just get all the way into it, be honest, authentic, real. Uh, if you're journaling or writing, you know, let it all come out with no inhibition. But also when you're journaling or writing and I say, okay, this may be only for myself, therefore I can let it all come out fully. And then later I'll decide who else I may or may not want to show it to. Also, Mercury and Scorpio wants to speak the truth, and Uranus says that truth may be a little shocking or cutting edge. So um, if you feel like there's something you need to communicate, even if it is taboo or shocking, uh, this can be an energy under which you may have more empowerment to do that. So those are some interesting ways to work with the Mercury-Uranus opposition. And that wraps up October 19th. Quite a lot on our first day out. Let's move to Tuesday, October 20th. Are you ready to break through your conditioned thinking to a new level of genius? You have help from a hard rectangle. It started on October 2nd, had its first peak on October 7th. It peaks again today on the 20th, and it will end on the 24th. It includes Mercury, Juno, Uranus, and the lunar nodes. Let's interpret this aspect pattern without Juno for a moment. Mercury represents human mind, while Uranus represents divine mind. As you may be grokking, that Mercury-Uranus opposition I just talked about is part of this pattern. They're in opposition, the aspect of relationship, which makes them eager to connect. As I just said, Uranus communicates via intuitive flash, so stay tuned for those. You'll recognize them because of the absolute certainty that accompanies them upon arrival. You may doubt this divine download after the fact, but did you feel it in your bones or know it in your gut when it showed up? If so, it's a sure bet that it's trustworthy guidance from your higher self. The lunar nodes hold down the other two corners of this narrow rectangle. This encourages you to focus on your soul purpose. With the lunar nodes in Sagittarius and Gemini, as I said earlier, the axis of communication, what learning or communication would serve highest good? 
What if we now incorporate Juno into this interpretation? This asteroid goddess of committed partnership could represent someone who helps you understand or implement your intuitive download. It could be someone you help by using this guidance. It could even be someone who delivers your intuitive message to you if you're not yet open enough to hear it for yourself. I frequently do this in my client work. Um, I'll be doing like an astrology reading and all of a sudden just information comes through direct from their higher self and I just pass it along. So that can happen too. All right, moving on to Wednesday, October 21, two bonus aspects. First up, Mercury quintile Jupiter, Mercury 8 Scorpio, Jupiter 20 Capricorn. Uh, this once again is an enhancement of learning and communication. Uh, Mercury and Jupiter, although not octaves, are another natural pairing because they're both about communication. Mercury is the just the communicator, the writer, the teacher uh, of anything. Jupiter is like professor, philosopher, guru, sharing information that's of higher order wisdom. And when the quintile, that magical fairy dust kind of aspect, 72 degrees connects them, uh, there can be a lot of magical thinking in the best sense. <laughs> and um, just a lot of great ideas, a lot of mental um, vitality and stimulation going on. Again, with Mercury and Scorpio, as I mentioned earlier, you might want to dive deep into things that you want to learn deeply or things that might be considered taboo or shocking or transformational. What about Venus trying Pluto? Uh, this other aspect today on October 21, Venus is at 23 Virgo, Pluto is at 23 Capricorn. Uh, Venus, as I said already in this podcast, she is relationship, creativity, and finance. Pluto is wealth and power. The trine that connects them is easy, smooth connection. So you could find yourself um, having a lot of powerful energy to work in relationship, especially if you've got something you're refining. If it's a sexual connection, Pluto is the planet, not only of He's one of the sexuality planets, Mars is the other, but Pluto goes beyond Mars into the realm of sacred sexuality. So beautiful sacred sexual connection is supported with Venus trine Pluto. Uh, what about creativity? Obvious enhancement of that. Pluto is power, lots of energy going smoothly and easily toward creativity. Uh, money, uh, Venus and Pluto are a natural pairing there too. Venus is money. Pluto is great wealth. So there are definitely wealth possibilities here. Uh, again, but Venus is still in Virgo. So be sure you have done due diligence on any financial stuff you're contemplating. So that's a whole bunch of ways you can play with Venus, Trine, Pluto, if you wish. As always, the archetypes have lots and lots of possibilities. My job here is to present the most obvious dishes on the smorgasbord and you dive into the ones you feel that you find tasty. Moving on to Thursday, October 22nd, the sun enters Scorpio at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. For the next month, a variety of energies will be more prominent. We're going to take a pretty deep dive into Scorpio here. Transformation is a central Scorpio theme. Death and rebirth processes, especially those that are emotional or shamanic, are highlighted. It's a good time to have effective shadow work processes ready, such as my free healing invocation. There's a link to that in the show notes. Wealth is also a Scorpio theme. This could be lots of money or anything that you value. Anything that makes your life better, tangible or intangible, could count as wealth. Another Scorpio theme is power. This comes in two basic flavors. Power over is all about domination, control, and manipulation, whereas shared power is exercised by those who have found their power internally and want to help others find theirs as well. 
an easy and effective way to source your internal power is with my free embodied awakening invocation opens that spirit flow right up and brings your higher self to merge with your human self. There will be a link to that in the show notes as well. Sex, another Scorpio theme, also has two basic levels. The first is simple lust, the raw physical desire for sexual pleasure and orgasm. The second is sacred or tantric sex. This operates at a much higher level of ecstasy made possible by the conscious blending of your light bodies. Scorpio also rules the occult. Occult simply means hidden. In astronomy, they say one planet occults another when the other planet is hidden behind it from our viewpoint. And in metaphysical terms, it refers to what's beyond the five senses. It need not be dark or creepy. Occult practices include astrology, tarot, energy healing, mediumship, and psychic stuff. As you can see, Scorpio has a lot of themes. Choose the ones that most excite you and dive in. Saturday, October 24th. Bonus aspect, Venus trine Saturn. Venus, 26 Virgo, Saturn, 26 Capricorn. I've been talking a lot about Venus this week, so you know that she's relationship, creativity, and money. What about Saturn? He says, I am responsibility, maintenance, having a good plan, being consistent with it. The trine says, easy, smooth connection. So I see Saturn here as a stabilizer for anything relating to relationship or creativity or finance. And again, with Venus still in Virgo, you know, you want to be attentive to the details around those things. So that's a pretty easy one. Let's move on to Sunday, October 25th. Our final aspect is yet another bonus aspect, a Sun-Mercury conjunction, both planets at three Scorpio. And this is just most easily interpreted as an enhancement of Mercury. Uh, so lots of energy toward thinking, communicating all the good Mercury stuff. I've already told you about Mercury and Scorpio and diving deep and being willing to think about stuff that's forbidden or taboo or whatever. Um, in addition, this is also just a broad enhancement of Scorpio energy to have two personal planets conjunct in the sign. Everything I said about Scorpio is lit up as well. So that's all of the aspects. I also want to tell you, everyone is welcome to participate in most live awakening plus calls for free. These calls support your individual healing and awakening and also support the current global spiritual awakening. We're over halfway through October, but here are brief descriptions of our remaining events. On Tuesday, October 20th, uh, just this coming Tuesday as I record this, at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, as are all these events, this one's called Individual Healings That Also Bless the Senders. You can support the individual healing of the people on this call and maybe even get one of your own. The magic of this process, inspired by Lynn McTaggart's Power of Eight Protocol, is in the combined healing intentions of everyone who participates. Do not be surprised if you receive bounce-back healing as you hold space for someone else. We should have time for three or four people in the hot seat. Those are those receiving the healing. Awakening Plus members will be given first priority, but if time remains and no members are waiting, which has happened more than once, the hot seat will open to non-members. I expect that to last about 90 minutes. And then I want to finally give you a full description of the October 27 event on that Tuesday. Uh, guest presenter Becky Lee presents Get Unstuck, Release the Multidimensional Vows and Promises that Hold You Back. Imagine your life without all those things that keep you stuck, no matter what you do. In this session, we'll clear the hidden oaths, vows, and promises that hold you back, even if you made them in other lives or dimensions. You might have made these commitments under duress. You may have believed that they only applied to that lifetime. 
but they'll impede your soul journey until you release them. During this event, we'll track down any vows and promises you made that no longer serve highest good and gently, quickly release them forever. Are you finally ready to free yourself from what's keeping you stuck? If so, join us and step into your sovereignty. And this one should last about 60 to 90 minutes. And of course, every week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, we do New Earth Support. We create a sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened New Earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. And that usually runs an hour or less. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month, although we're doing lots more during this pandemic time. Most are open to everyone for free. The archive of now over 270 transformative events, as well as accountability partners and the forum are available exclusively to members. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance, and during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates a lot. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows, and as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. To see the show notes, go to astroshaman.com slash 556. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. And I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping up. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this so others like you can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.